Welcome to Roadmap to One Million. My name is Stacey Zeal, and if you're looking to make more money, gain your time back, and rapidly grow your visibility so that you can impact way more people with your brilliance, you're in the right place. This podcast is your one-stop shop for turning your online business dreams into a reality. My main goal is to give women entrepreneurs just like you the marketing strategies, guidance, and expert insights you need to hit that million-dollar milestone and beyond. Whether you're a coach, a consultant, or an online brand that wants to make a big impact, Roadmap to One Million gives you the actionable strategies and inspiration you need so that you can implement right away, no fluff, no fuss. So CEO, are you ready to buckle up and accelerate your growth? Be sure to follow the show and let's dive in. Get ready to uncover your Roadmap to One Million. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Roadmap to One Million. I am your hostess with the mostest. Y'all know me, Stacey, and I am super excited to bring y'all a guest episode today as we are going to be talking about YouTube. And so I have a YouTube expert on here, Jamar Diggs. He's the CEO of J Diggs Media. Um, and he's all about low lift visibility strategies. And I'm just going to tease that there because I want him to be able to explain all of this and give us the goods on that. But this is going to be such a great conversation, y'all. Definitely make sure that you are tuned in. If you have not followed the show, make sure you are following the show. Make sure you share this with a friend because this is such a great um, episode, such a great podcast for you if you are a business owner, if you are an online service provider, a consultant, an agency, or any kind of business that's really focused on, on digital marketing strategies and wants to actually take your business to the next level. So welcome to the show, Jamar. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I feel like the stars have aligned yeah. and and like we're just meant to be in the world together and be in this um, podcast together. I'm just so happy to be here and like share some really amazing gems with your people. Yes, yes, I agree. We just recently did a live, y'all. So if y'all go back to um, Jamar's Instagram page, which we'll have linked in the show notes to watch our live, where we just definitely like kind of went in on um, marketing strategy. We talked about so many things. It's hard to kind of nail down what the topic was, but it was definitely about marketing strategy and some things y'all need to do to get, to get this together. So tell us before we jump into talking about YouTube, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about your background. I know you were in corporate, um, um, in corporate marketing and Tell us a little bit about that journey from um, corporate really to this YouTube expert and CEO of your media company. Yeah, so it all started um, when I was a social media specialist for homes.com and for rent.com. And um, I was managing over over like about 250 real estate agents, um, social media accounts, right? And with that, I was on the, on the client services side, and but we also were able to um, help out with some of like the brand um, ideal client content strategy as well. And so one of the things that our head of marketing were, was always drilling into us was that um, we are like a real estate portal, right? So for us, traffic and conversions are the top priority. That was just like, that's just what it is. Is traffic and conversions. That's how we measure our success. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> right. And so um that was like my first like big boy job into corporate America. And um, and while I was there, I was um not only like helping helping real estate agents like get off the ground, but also um 
it helped me identify a few gaps that business that business that business owners really struggled with, right? Because they saw us as like an all-in-one kind of solution or like a set it and forget it. And it was a lot of re-educating to be like, no, we're only doing like a part of marketing for you. Like back then it was different. Like in 2014, it was more about quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. even then. Even then, um, <laughs> they would still need to, you know, add in their personality because the strategies back then was more like, let's share like some blog posts to some home and gardens article. You know, it was just very like being consistent, showing up in this way, but it needs to be balanced out with like your own personal content. And they just didn't get that <laughs> at the moment. And so it made me want to start my business a little bit up on the side. And that's where JDX Media came to place to where I was doing social media management for other companies like like toy stores, um, authors, um, hairstylists, so like and salon owners. And it was like a nice little like mix. It just kind of gave me like that feel of like um, really helping people, even though I couldn't really help the, the agents. But then after that, I transitioned um, over to being a digital marketing strategist for Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. And um, that's really and between that time, when I started my business and started working with, with a company, I also started my own YouTube channel. And that's where video marketing started becoming like my really big focus to where I was wanting to focus so much on video. I knew it was impactful. And um, so I started the company's um, YouTube channel. I had my YouTube channel. And um, around 2020, I just, I had decided to leave that um that job and go into my business um full time and i was so nervous cuz it was a week before the pandemic and um but i was already marketing my business and stuff so i already had a brand um but one of the things that i would never forget was when i went out um i already was doing youtube videos and stuff but i was getting leads and sales from my youtube channel from all the work that I did in the past, it was it, it it was cashing in. Okay, people were people were watching my YouTube videos. Then they went to download the freebie, get the um get get the tripwire, and then they also ended up um wanting like coaching from me. It just happened so fast, and I was like, wow, I didn't know that it could work like this. Well, like that was like. I didn't mean for it that to happen. I just was just doing the marketing things that like I know what happens and that, that we do do doing corporate marketing, right? But I never was a part of all of those processes like it like it was like like in your own business. Mm-hmm. And so it felt so good to be like, "Oh, this can be easy." Yeah. Why are we not doing more of this? <laughs> and, you know, and so as I went full-time in my business, I um, dabbled with like some so, some social media coaching, some business coaching, but it all surrounded around some type of like video component. And then um, like about two or three years ago, I went um, deep into YouTube, focusing solely up on YouTube and how people can use that to expand their visibility and attract the people that that they really want to make their business a lot more easier. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love your story. It's very similar to mine in a sense that, you know, I, I went to school for marketing. I was doing the corporate marketing thing. And then I realized like, oh yeah, I can help people with marketing. I can help you. I can help you with social media. You know, I remember like 
when I started marketing social media for business was just becoming a thing, right? Like it wasn't, you know, something that was very popular for businesses to use social media to for business. Um, but it just started becoming a thing and it really kind of, I aligned my career with that. And then once I got to Zappos, I got really immersed in the world of paid social and just really like, okay, ads on, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and then that kind of, you know, really kind of morphed my business into being a Facebook and Instagram ads kind of hub. Um, and so, and so I love that. I, I love that your, your story kind of, you know, goes from taking stuff that works in corporate and then figuring out how to make it work for your clients. Cause that's a lot of like, that's something that's really unique about working with marketers who have had the experience of working at some of these big brands or working with some of these actual but places that have a marketing budget, right? Like that's their, they don't have a shoestring mm -hmm. marketing budget, right? They have an actual marketing budget and they have actual KPIs and actual things that you have to hit. Um, and so when you have that space and you have that education, you learn so, so much. So I, I love that. So let's talk a little bit about YouTube as a marketing tool. So why is it important for business owners um, to really consider YouTube as a marketing tool for um, their businesses and the initiatives that they have going on? And what, what kind of businesses do you see? Are there any particular businesses that you see work best on YouTube um, or get the best results from YouTube? Or is it kind of just really depending on, you know, your niche and how far you go with it? Tell us a little bit about why YouTube is important for, for us. You know, I have yet to find a business that YouTube does not work for. Um, if you are a coach, consultant, you sell a product, um, you sell, you have a knowledge-based business, or um, even if you have a business and you want to share, and, and it's just, and you want to share more like behind the scenes blogs or things like that, it still can work, right? You just have to have the right kind of like strategy and positioning. And um, so I haven't seen it work, like not work for anyone, <laughs> to be quite honest. And most of that is because of the search engine ability for YouTube. And so one of the things that people um, either don't realize or, or they realize and they don't really know how to like benefit from it is that YouTube is the second largest search search engine and is owned by the first one, which is Google. And when and the purpose of a search engine is to give you the best and relevant results based upon what you're looking for at that time, right? And so if I were to search for hospitals near me and Google were to send me to a bazillion zoos, we would have mad issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just not what you want, right? And you want to ever use that search engine again. And so what you want to happen, and, and so I say that because um, you get to show up when people need advice or help exactly when they need it, right? So you end up getting so much more opportunities to, of positioning yourself without you even having to be involved, Mm -hmm. Right. A lot of business activities that we do right now involve us manually having to do something, which is great when we first start out. But as we start growing and scaling our business, it's really important to kind of um, start thinking about smarter marketing that allows that allows you to kind of um, not set it and forget it, but do a few things and get a huge return from it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so. Um, being able to have that and understanding that people 
before they even come in contact with you or before they even know that, that, that they need to hire said person, they are already searching for solutions to their problems just in different ways. Right. And so you being able to benefit from that search engine is such a huge opportunity to really position yourself because these are problems where people, they know they have an issue, but they maybe they don't exactly know they need to hire a, um, a consultant for that thing. Right. Maybe they don't, they don't really know that they need to hire a, a certain photographer or a creative director quite yet, right? Or, you know, things like that. They're looking for all, they start with what they know. They start with what, with like, like the question of what they know. So if you can be the, the, the video or the person to show up there, you have already cut the time and collapsed the time for them to get into your marketing ecosystem and into your sales funnel. So, and that happens without you having to even know them or be exposed to them or them or, or them being exposed to any of the other marketing efforts or PR or ads that you had in the like that you have currently been working on. So it's almost like a great starting point um for not starting point, but it's kind of like a a nice thing to have in the background. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Leading your marketing as the CEO can be time consuming and draining, which leads to inconsistent marketing and slow growth. If you're looking to supercharge your sales, gain your precious CEO time back, and increase your impact, our fractional chief marketing officer service at Stacey Zalenko is your secret weapon. Picture this, no more missed deadlines, no more unfinished campaigns, no more jumping from tactic to tactic. You can absolutely achieve all of that without pouring more of your time into marketing, even if you have a small and inexperienced team. Want to know how? Head over to stacyzeal.co slash CMO right now to watch our free video. We'll show you the exact strategies and tactics that have helped countless online service providers, coaches, and consultants just like you skyrocket their sales with their existing team. Don't miss out on this opportunity to transform your business. Visit stacyzeal.co slash CMO today to watch the video and get ready to make more money, gain your time back, and increase your impact. All right, let's jump back into the episode. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. I, I think that YouTube has such a, YouTube is such a powerful tool because it does marry video with search. So you get people who are problem aware, who are problem aware enough to actually be go searching for something, right? Because we all may have problems. We have things that we're thinking about, right? We have a thousand things that we want to solve or a thousand problems that we may have, but it's there's something you know magical about being able to get in front of someone when they actually are like okay I actually am ready to solve this problem or I'm ready to start the process of solving this problem and so you can catch them there when they are in that place where they're like I'm this problem is is hurting me enough that I'm ready to go ahead and start to search for a solution for it and you get to pair, pair video with it because video is just such a powerful marketing tool in itself where video helps to build no like and trust a lot faster um than some of these than like blogging and stuff like that and so mm -hmm. I think one of the things that's really really great about YouTube is that you do get to have that evergreen video visibility. So you always have content that one helps to show your face and helps to hear people hear your voice. People can start to build that known, like, and trust, but it lasts for a long time because we see with, you know, Instagram, with Facebook, 
that stuff does not last, right? Like you have to keep creating and creating and creating in order for you to be visible on Instagram and you and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and some of these other channels. But with YouTube, like I've watched YouTube videos from people who have posted them years ago, right? Like if it's, especially if it's like a tutorial or something where I'm like how to do something, I if it's a great tutorial, it's a great tutorial or maybe you just update it for 2023, right? But it's such a great tool because that stuff lasts. And like, that's one of the things I think um, us being in this social media kind of frenzy right now has really kind of taken away from, or maybe people just don't realize, right? Like a lot of business owners mm -hmm. are not marketers, they don't realize, but it's like YouTube and these sustainable long marketing channels, you create it once and that's something that's going to stay there for a very, very long time. I, I love um, all of that that you said. Yes, I think also one of those things is when you, when you talk about video and most of the time we're such experts in what we do and we have so, and we have um, concepts and we have like examples, we have these things that um, people need to kind of get a, get a grasp of. Right. And so, and I find that um, video is such a great medium for something like this because you have all of the, you give all of the, all your senses except for, I guess, touch and smell <laughs> is, 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 um, is geared in so that the person who is at a disadvantage of knowing like this information has everything that they need to kind of like learn that concept or to understand it a little bit more. Because um, another thing that people think is like, oh, well, YouTube is just for like people who are like low ticket, or maybe they don't have like the money to pay like a high ticket thing. And that is not true. People search for understanding, not always to do, you yeah. know? <laughs> and so think about this, like even, even for um, our like seven, six, seven figure um, entrepreneurs here that are listening, like before you hire someone, don't you like want to understand what you're hiring for? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what people search for right? They search to see if you know what you're talking about. They're, they're searching to understand the, the concepts that you will be doing that they will be wanting to hire you for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So think about it that way. And then having like visuals and video and talking to someone, um, sorry, and, and it feeling like they're talking to you in a video um, medium really helps like them understanding this skill set a little bit more than it just being like written out in blog or just, just audio only. When it's something like really, really tough, you want you want to see it and you want to hear it. You want to make sure that you really understand it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think that, you know, one of the things like I love about what you do is that you talk about integrated marketing. Um, and it's because like so many people, how we as consumers consume information, it has evolved over, over time. Mm -hmm. Like there was a time when people would buy Pepsi just because it was Pepsi. Um, but now that's not the case. Yeah. People are going to be looking at your YouTube videos. They're listening to your podcast. They're looking at your social media posts. They're looking at your lives. Mm -hmm. They're listening to your, I mean, they're reading your emails, right? And so we are in this kind of space where we, where consumers are doing their due diligence, right? They, people are, yes. you know, they're used to seeing ads in their timeline. So I may see your ad, but I'm still going to go look at your timeline and see what you have going on. Um, I may see your YouTube videos and then I'm able to go binge and look at all the rest of your YouTube videos and, and, you know, be able to make an informed decision because that's really where we're at now with marketing is that 
we have to give people enough information to make an informed decision about buying from us. It's no longer a space where people are just going to buy it just because they like us or just buy it because, you know, we're visible. And like, I love like earlier we were talking about how it was more quantity over quality. And that was definitely a time. Like I remember that time of marketing when it was like, if you posted three times on Instagram, a day, then you would be, you know, a millionaire. And that used to be the case, but that's not the case anymore, right? Like, I don't care how many times you post a day on Instagram, or I mean, I don't care how many um, videos you post, are the videos quality? Am I getting something out of this? Are you solving the problem that I'm coming to you for? Or are you giving me at least the information and the insight that I need to be able to make a decision about solving this problem? So it really is one of those um, channels that it gives you the ability to paint a full picture for people, unlike social media, like where if you're relying mm -hmm. on Instagram, Facebook, you get snippets of a picture, right? You really don't get a full full picture, a full grasp of something. Um, that's one of the things I love about YouTube for sure. And so tell me a little bit about some of the challenges that CEOs have that YouTube market, that focusing on YouTube helps them to overcome. So like, what are some of the challenges that YouTube marketing helps CEOs overcome that they're experiencing in their businesses right now? Oh my gosh. Okay, so there's so many and there's, so, okay. This is this gets me really excited. So you need to stop me when I'm. Well, I'm not talking to marketers. Let me tell you, I love okay. talking to marketers because we will <laughs> so go in. Yes, you can see the excitement. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the the most obvious um one, right? So starting so most of the time, CEOs um either solo or people who hire like a team, they end up hiring so many um people. Well, they they may have like a, a social media manager and other experts or strategists inside different like kind of respects, okay? And, but then what ends up happening is that they end up still being the bottleneck of the business because maybe each strategist has their own strategy, maybe, um, may, or maybe they still need things from the leader there, right? Or if it's just them being solo, they have to come up with all that stuff from scratch. Like if they want to be on all these platforms, then they got to figure out a way to be visible upon each platform. And each platform has has a different need. When you um, kind of reverse engineer that and use YouTube as your foundation, it makes it a lot more easier. So I have this thing to where um, by by using YouTube and leveraging YouTube as like the, the core content piece, you're going to be able to just make your marketing activities only 10% of your CEO's activity because using your YouTube um, channel allows you to repurpose and um, and create all different kinds of content to where you're going to be able to, um, to uh, transcribe the YouTube video and make a really great keyword rich blog post. You're going to, and then that's going to be able to have a pin. You're able to make, make a pin a pin from the video and the blog post. You're able to create all kinds of of like clips and things um for social media whatever social media platform you have and the and the brand's message personality and and goals are still aligned with that um uh, with that same piece because it's all coming from from that one content so um what typically happens is that uh the way that the CEO can can kind of thrive is that they just create two or three pieces of content each time, and then their team is able to go ahead and leverage that content and feed that machine for them. That way, uh, and with the proper processes in place, they're going to be a like there is no I want you to do this. This this, like, this is ready now, so go ahead and do that. They already know what to do when everyone's um, when everyone understands that you are giving them these three videos a month or something, right? 
and everyone knows how they contribute to expanding the visibility with that core piece of content. Mm -hmm. right. and, and so explaining that that visibility that way is so great. I call it like the low lift visibility on the strategy. It's so, so, so great. Um, now, that's just with like content marketing, right? That's just like the content distribution thing. If you want to be omnipresent, if you want to do that, if you want to make sure that you are hitting all of those touch points because everyone's searching, everyone's searching for issues, but then they're also looking at your other platforms. They're also going to be finding you up on other platforms. Um, now let's talk about some of like the, maybe like the non-tangible types of things too, uh, which when it comes to using YouTube, I think it's a great, um, a great way to, um, combat objections without you having to be there, right? Um, so one thing that happens with YouTube is that um, when you use this 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 kind of framework or this type this type of strategy, you're going to be able to have more productive sales calls. Like you don't have to answer the same question over and over up on a sales call. You don't have to have these sales these sales conversations with people who are not ready. They know that that they're ready because they're in your marketing ecosystem. Your content is, is doing the work for you or you're using your content and your sales processes effectively, right? You, you do not have to be, um, you don't have to convince someone or hop on a call and have someone say, well, why should I choose you over someone else? They are not the one. They're not the fit, right? They shouldn't have even been, been up on that call to be quite honest, right? They weren't ready. but and And so you spend more time doing that kind of stuff. And then, because um, what we want to do is is attract a really, a really confident and connected buyer who trusts you as the authority. They already trust your frameworks. They already trust your unique concepts and your unique perspective. So that when it's time to have that sales conversation, it's just a matter of when is the right time for me to pull the trigger on this investment. Okay. And because they trust you and because they trust your unique perspectives, you do not, you're like, your churn goes down. You're not bleeding customers. You're not having to, you're not really having to um, go out and find more because they're already in your ecosystem. They already know that you are the trusted advisor. You are the trusted resource, the trusted service provider to help them get them with what, what they need. So, and this all comes from you just showing your expertise up on a YouTube video, right? Like, it, and so um, you're not bleeding customers. Um, and then it just makes the acquisition process a little bit more easier for, for them because you're not, because you're also not going to be able, you're not going to be bringing in bad fit clients either. You're going to keep the good ones and you're not going to be having the bad ones because the, because the content is repelling them from it. So that was a lot, but that was kind of like my down and dirty of like all of the benefits yeah. Yeah, no, that, that <laughs> of, of using it. That's, that's awesome. Because like one of the things, let me recap what you said. One of the things was it fits, it helps you to overcome that challenge of, of not having enough content, right? People feel like they are creating, either they're spending too much time creating content or they don't have enough kind of content, meaning like, you know, you're posting on social and that's it, right? Like that's really kind of like a one, a limited um, space that you're in. Like if you're just only relying on Facebook and Instagram, like you can take your YouTube video and you can turn it into a blog post. You can turn it into clips for it. You can turn it into reels. You can turn it into TikToks. You can turn it into Pinterest pins. And so that having that, um, YouTube or having your, your YouTube video be your anchor content or your, you know, your, the content that you're building all of your stuff around. Like I like to call it like your hero, your hero piece of content. 
that allows you to then be able to take that and spread that message in a lot of different places. So you as a CEO are focused on like, hey, I just need to create three or four YouTube videos a month. Maybe I set aside a day and batch all three or four of my videos. And then my team or whether you, you know you have a team or if you're going on Fiverr or something like that and saying like, hey, I need you to make me, you know, video clips from this or turn this into a Pinterest pin or pulling out the transcription mm -hmm. and writing the blog post, right? Like that makes your content creation process so much easier uh, because you all, everything is coming from one piece. Everything's coming from one anchor, right? Like nothing is just like, you're not just mm -hmm. pulling stuff out of the sky. Another thing that you said that I think is so important to, to um, talk about is that it helps you to overcome objections because it's not just about the how-to content, right? It's not just how to build a Facebook ad, right? It's really talking about your the objections that people may um, experience or maybe experiencing before they decide to work with you. And so that way, they watch those kinds of videos, they get that content. And then before they get on the phone with you, they're not asking you, you know, about like, should I hire a consultant or should I hire an agency, right? Like they already know, yes, I need to hire a consultant. That's why I'm on the phone with you because, you know, you, you've, you've given them that content that helps them to move them along the journey. And that's really what marketing is about, y'all. It's really about mm -hmm. moving people closer to the sale. And that's really like, I have a, I'm going to um, be doing a live with someone um, coming up, we're talking about the difference between sales and marketing, because a lot of people don't understand the difference because marketing is really supposed to give you all the information that you need to lead up to that sales conversation. And once that sales conversation happens, a whole other set of things, you know, process happens, right? Like, you know, you have your follow-ups, you have all the things, but your marketing is supposed to set them up so that when they get on the call, they already are mostly a yes, right? They're already ready. They just need to figure out what are the logistics and, and you know, do we vibe and all that kind of good stuff. So I love that. And then the last thing you said, was um, making sure that people were confident buyers, right? Like, so giving people the information that they need to make that confident, to make a decision um, from a place of confidence. Cause that's what we want, right? We want confident, we want clients that come to us because they're confident in us being able to help them to get the result. And having one-on-one -on -one conversations with people, having a bunch of DMs with people is not going to get you all the way there, right? People are still going to get on the phone having questions because social media only gives you, you know, one piece of the puzzle. And it's not to say, right, you know, I don't want y'all to think that I am saying that, you know, social media is irrelevant and that you don't need social media, right? Because it is a piece of the puzzle. Um, but what do you think about that when people are talking about like, oh, should I be focused on social? Should I be focused on YouTube? Should I be focused on ads? Like people are in this either or kind of space right now. And I want people to understand that it's not really an either or. It's a, it's an all encompassing. <laughs> what, what are yes. you yeah, everything is connected. Everything is 100% connected. You need both. It just, well, when I say need, I mean, you don't, it's not that you need all of them at one time if you can't afford it or if it's not in the budget, but stop thinking that it is an all, that, 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 that it is either this versus this. And if this doesn't work for me, then I should move on to this other thing. When um, we just said that, like, there are so many touch points that someone has to um, make with you and your brand in order to feel like a confident buyer who is ready to invest in, in your services. And so with that, that doesn't mean that they just come from one platform. <laughs> and, and also understand that people are different. Marketing is not linear. So if we are thinking in terms of I'm investing X amount of money in in this type of um, marketing, um, marketing, then it should give me X results. And that may not be it because it may actually help lift a boat somewhere else. 
as well, right? So a lot of times um, when it comes to YouTube, I always recommend having some type of community-based platform. So that's kind of what I call them. So I call like a search engine type of like platform, like um, like YouTube, Pinterest, whatever, as an as an attraction-based platform and um, like something like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram as a community-based platform. And so when you start using, so let's just give an example of like, so let's just say that I post a YouTube video and they're binging, right? And yes, I have all the strategic kind of content, but if they are not ready, they not ready. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if they, they will choose to go through the funnel, you know what I'm saying? Just like how y'all would choose. You will not, you will unsubscribe from someone's list if you're not ready to be sold to quite yet. You just wanted the freebie and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? That is okay. You'll come back when you're ready. You know what I'm saying? That's the same kind of component. And so um, sometimes people are not going to be ready to go through and binge the channel and take action in the way that you want because they're not you. Okay. And so what may end up happening is you are positioning yourself as a damn good expert. And they're like, this person is smart as hell. And they and, and they may want to connect with you up on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I've had this happen so many times to where someone has binge watched my channel and they have said, um, oh my God, I just came over from, from YouTube. I love your channel. And we start creating conversation. Are they buying right then and there? No, probably not. Right. But then I also had someone when I had a group program um, that that engagement happened. And then a month later, I launched my group program and that person was the first person to sign up. So if you check my analytics, it will probably say that that person came from Instagram. Mm -hmm. Really, that person came from YouTube. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I love when you said that marketing is not linear because that's definitely how a lot of people want to treat it these days. We want to say like, you know, I post this and then I get X, Y, and then I get this, you know, get this result out. Or I run this ad and I get people on my email list. And if I'm not making my money back right away, then it's a waste of time, right? But let alone, but you don't, what we don't realize is that person is going to sell on your email list for three months and then they're going to buy, right? But then you're going to attribute that to email, right? Because it's like, oh, well, they, but how did they get on your email, right? Like you were saying with YouTube, it's like, how did they find you on Instagram? They found you on Instagram because they had a problem. They went on YouTube to try to solve the problem, found your videos, binged your stuff, and then was like, let me connect further on, on, on Instagram, which is, you know, I love what you say, like a community-based platform, because it does help you to get to know people, right? Like, you know, because it's like, yeah, I want to hear your, you know, your expertise and, you know, all this well thought out, put together content on YouTube. But then I also want to see your Instagram stories. I want to see what you're up to. What do you, you know, what do you like to do? What are some things that you just kind of throw up on YouTube? I mean, throw up on Instagram or Insta stories that you didn't actually take the time to create a full on video for like a 10 second or a 20 second tip or something, right? Like I want to build that connection mm -hmm. and see that in-person real life connection um, outside mm -hmm. of, you know, the editing and the YouTube and the, you know, and same thing with podcasts or anything like that, right? People want to mm -hmm. have a full picture of who you are and you can use the, your Instagram page and your Facebook page to help to stay on top of people and to, uh, to nurture people and to stay top of mind for when they're ready, for when they are actually ready. But you do have to have that combination of attracting people, having strategies that you're using to attract people to your audience. And then you have those strategies that you use to nurture people, whether that's your email, that's your social channels. Um, and then you have to have a conversion event, like where whether that's, you know, doing webinars or doing sales calls or using a video sales letter or whatever that, whatever that, you know, or sending people to your sales page, right? Like whatever that is, like it has to be a multi-pronged approach. It's not just, I'm gonna use this one channel to do everything. 
Because then you get to a place where you're reliant on their algorithm, right? Like your business yes. is reliant on, on the algorithm. And, you know, when people saw a, you know, people see a big change in the algorithm, like, you know, Instagram, for example, Instagram, Instagram's reach drops 30 something percent every year. And so if you're not running ads and you're not diversifying your marketing, that means that you're just going to have to create more and more and more reels and more and more Instagram content to stay top of mind. When really, if you started to diversify your marketing efforts and catch people at different places on different platforms, because we all use different platforms, right? We use TikTok, we mm -hmm. use Instagram, we use YouTube. All of us jump around on these different channels, right? And so if you're able to create content that is sustainable long-term, that lasts for a really long time, that gives people a full picture, and then you're also able to funnel those people to your to your Instagram page, to your email list and all that kind of stuff. I think that that really helps you to have a bit a, a, a really good picture of, you know, a, a really good, like kind of just like diversified picture of what you actually do. And people will start to buy into who you are and what you do. And that's how they become loyal customers. And that even when they're not ready, right, they sit there and they wait until they have a problem. They have, they're ready. And they jump in. Like I have people tell me all the time, like, oh, Stacey, I'll listen to your podcast. I'm, you know, I get your emails. I love what you do. When I'm ready to run ads, I'm jumping into your course. I'm like, yeah, I'll be here. I'm not gonna, you know, I don't wanna, I'm not gonna pull you in kicking and screaming, but you know, I'm gonna be here when you're ready. So I, mm -hmm. I love all that you said. That's it's so important. Marketing is definitely not linear, y'all. <sighs> okay. Let's talk a little bit about paid and organic because we've talked about this before. And we talked about it a little bit when we went live and how a lot of people think that it's either or. And like, you know, we were talking about how we had someone who was like, hey, should, you know, I'm running Facebook ads and I'm also doing YouTube. Should I divert all my resources to YouTube or should I divert all my resources to Facebook? And so what are your thoughts on, I mean, I believe that we need, you know, both to significantly increase our sales. So like, I think organic mm -hmm. is the foundation. That's where you start. That's where you really start to build community. You start to figure out, you test your messaging, figure out what works. And then I believe that you pull paid ads and for example, Facebook ads or YouTube ads or something in when you're ready to scale and take things to the next level. But what are your thoughts on the whole like paid ads versus organic marketing kind of conversation? I think, so this is so funny because um, you, because you remember when I told you, I was like, girl, all I know is that they need both. You know what I'm saying? It's not an either or type of thing. And and in my opinion, when it comes to, because, you know, I am deep in organic world, you know? And, um, but one thing that I do, because I am deep in in, in organic world, I, I have my clients structure their videos in, in a very unique way so that every video is a powerful marketing asset. And in my opinion, that, Powerful marketing asset can also be used with some paid ads behind it mm -hmm. as well. <laughs> like the way that I have them structure it, it, it in each video is is designed to hook them in, um, build immediately build authority, build trust, and um and connectedness with that um with that expert. And so I just think that it there isn't there shouldn't be a reason why you should just be only using organic and or only using paid. I think like again, this is something that helps expand even more. Like like I think if your organic is going well, paid paid advertising should like expand that even more. 
You know, it should just help amplify you. It shouldn't be like a, I'm only going to do ads or I'm only going to do organic because I feel like they would work very, very well together. Now you are the ads girly, you know? So like, I'm waiting for you to kind of like um, chime in here, but that, but that is my opinion. Whenever I have clients that are like, oh, I don't want to put my ads and YouTube and, 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 and YouTube together. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound very, very smart. I feel like, then what are you amplifying? If mm-hmm. these videos are doing good, I'm kind of confused. What are you doing with, with your ad? What ads are you running? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. It's like, you know, a lot of people really do think that it's either or. And I'm just like, no, like if you have really great YouTube videos and or like even if you have like really great YouTube podcast episodes um, and something I just like I just released this in my course is how to use that content with advertising because if you have a really great YouTube video that really helps to attract a lot of people into your world and helps to build your authority, you definitely want to run an ad to that or run and use that as a piece of your ad strategy. Because then if you see that it's working and it's really working, it's it's really um, you know, doing well for you, then it's the next step is putting it on a larger stage. The next step is not going and put it on TikTok, right? Or like actually going and diverting your resources to TikTok. Like if YouTube works for you and you want to expand your YouTube presence, jump into YouTube ads, right? Figure out how you can make YouTube ads work for you or leverage, or if you find that, hey, YouTube works for me and Facebook works for me, then maybe you start to figure out how you can make those channels kind of cross-pollinate where you're like, let me take some YouTube videos that perform really well and run them on Facebook to attract people and to get people into my world or to build my warm audience. And then I retarget them with lead generation campaigns and things like that to get them to take that next step and to become, you know, to become, uh, to, to use it in a sales mechanism. Like, all of this stuff can work together. And that's like what I love when you said that when you have your clients um, structure their YouTube videos and it becomes a powerful marketing asset because people really, you know, people think that there is a limit to the amount to, to like, a, you know, how long a video ad should be. Like you can have people, I just see people who run video ads that are 20 minutes, that are 30 minutes. You know, they have Facebook ads, yep. they've taken a YouTube video that does really well. They put it on Facebook as an ad to build their audience, to build their visibility. And then they start to, you know, get them into their marketing ecosystem. So use these marketing assets that you have, right? It's not always about new, new, new all the time. It's not always Mm -hmm. about saying like, oh, well, Facebook and Instagram works for me. Then I'm gonna go jump on TikTok instead of running ads. Like it's, it really is about understanding what is the data telling you, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. what is the, what is your, what is your data telling you? What's working? How do we do more of that? Like, that's really my whole philosophy as a fractional CMO. Like, what's working? What's not working? How do we do more of what's working? How do we do less of what's not working? Right? Like, yes, that's it. <laughs> and and I feel like YouTube gives you so much really good information that you could use to amplify a little bit more. Like, it will tell you, like, what what keywords um, brought in the views that you're seeing, right? It's telling you, like, how much of the video they're watching as well. So even if you want to like maybe run an ad on like an ad on Facebook and gear it towards like, and gear something towards people that are watching a certain percentage, you already have data that shows that this, that people get to this certain part of the video or what, you know, it's just so many things that you could use just using YouTube as the organic test test baby or something and find a way to leverage that content in so many different ways. Yes. Yes, definitely. Y'all. It's really, it really is about leveraging that content in so many different ways. And so instead of thinking like new, new, new all the time, I want you to think about what am I currently doing that I can amplify? 
What am I, you know, because then that that helps you to get to that place where you were like you were saying that, you know, that 10 percent of your time is only spent on marketing rather than having 90 percent of your time be spent on marketing. Right. It really cuts back because you start to understand what's working. Let me do more of what's working. How can I amplify what's already working for my business? And, you know, and then just putting up what I'm doing on a larger stage. So I love that. So we have definitely had a fantastic conversation about YouTube. And I hope that all of y'all are understanding the power in investing in long-term marketing strategies using this low lift visibility strategies that Jamar talked about. So tell us a little bit about how um, how people can work with you if they want to uh, want to connect with you, if they want to get started on YouTube. How do they come to? How do they work with you? And then where can they go to learn more um, and connect with you further? Yeah. So if you would love to work with me and learn more about how you can make um, make YouTube more of a unified marketing strategy that's integrated throughout your entire like uh, marketing of your business. Uh, all you have to do, I probably will go, will, will go to jamardix.com and go to the, the consultants tab, honey. But, um, but, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but other than that, that's where all of the information is. But if you want to talk more about it, feel free to send me a DM up on Instagram at Jamar Diggs. Or if you want to binge watch some more information um, about all of the things that we talked about today, um, definitely take a look at my YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash Jamara Diggs. Yes, I love that. Y'all, all of the uh, links, all of Jamara's links will be in our show notes. Um, and if you are someone who is interested in getting started with YouTube, definitely make sure that y'all hit Jamara up. Um, because you want to make sure that with these marketing channels, you do them right. <laughs> That's one of the other mm -hmm. things I like to tell people is like, you know, just throwing some shit up there is really just not the best strategy. But if you work with someone who can say like, this is how you're going to get the most bang for your buck. This is how you are going to get your time back. Um, and this is the proven roadmap. Definitely make sure that you invest in the roadmap. That's what, you know, the show here is called Roadmap to 1 Million. I like to give you the roadmap, right? Like I have spent a lot of my career trying to figure this shit out on my own. And so when I can bring experts on who actually can say like, here is that, you know, A, B, C, D, and this is how you get to Z, then that's what those are the people that I love to bring on. So y'all make sure that you go to the show notes. Go ahead, my, go ahead before I close. <laughs> I, and I was a little bit afraid to mention this, but oh, what, 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 whatever, why not do it? Yeah. Go for it. So I don't know when this episode is going to come out. Um, but if it comes out sometime around November-ish, yeah. um, there may be another offer that will be um, popping up that will give you some really good support if you're looking to leverage YouTube. Yeah. So, and so whenever it does become available, I'll be sure to shoot you that link. It's a surprise with that, that, that I'm playing around with my audience. I'm there. Like I, I have them doing a poll right now on what they think it is. So I don't want to like spoil it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I'll, but 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 I will for sure give you the link to just put down there in case they want to um learn more about that as well. Yes, yes. So make sure y'all go to the show notes because this episode is gonna this episode airs um November the seventh, so it will should be out by then. Um, either way, make sure y'all definitely go to the um, head to the show notes. Make sure you are following the show because we have such amazing guests coming up. We have some awesome, awesome people that are coming to give you this roadmap because what I want to do is I want you to go into 2024 with the roadmap. I want you to go into next year understanding exactly what you, what things you need to do to take your business to the next level or get it to where you want to be. So definitely make sure to shout out to the show notes, make sure you're following the show. Um, and let's make sure you leave us a review. Do you like this episode? What do you think? Have we changed your mind about YouTube, y'all? Because let me tell you, YouTube is on my roadmap for next year. 
Um, I am not focusing on it in 2023 because I don't have time. That's really it. That's it. I don't have the time and I don't have the capacity. I've had someone actually reach out to me via DM the other day. I was like, hey, are you doing anything on Pinterest? And I'm like, I love Pinterest. Pinterest is a great marketing channel. I just do not have time for Pinterest right now. <laughs> so, you know, don't understand that these are things that you want to make sure that you're adding to your repertoire and adding to your adding to your marketing, um, but making sure that when you are ready to add them, you are working with experts that are going to help you to shortcut the time. You don't have to go around figuring out how to do this on your own. There's so much information out there. And when you invest in someone who's going to, who has the proven track record, who has clients that are increasing views and, you know, generating leads and making money from their channels, you definitely want to make sure you invest with that person. So again, head to the show notes to get your Mars links, make sure that you are following the show and make sure y'all leave us a review that helps us to reach more people. So I'm going to go ahead and close out the show here. I will see y'all next week. OMG, that episode was packed with gems. Are you ready for more? Head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast to get the show notes and to sign up to get our top five podcast episodes to help you streamline your marketing so you can make this your million dollar year. Head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast.